0: Hey bestie. What's up girl? Hey, does anyone ever ask you like, oh, I heard you do a podcast. What's that witty and gritty podcast all about?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I usually spit out this robotic sentence that we help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful and fulfilling lives. So that's usually what I say, but I'm also monotone. Y'all know this. And so it's just like, so Farron, what Does that mean?
0: Yes. Well, my response is not as fancy, even (laughs) though I've heard you say that. Lots of times I should know by now. But essentially, I explain that we help people grow in their Christian lives, and through their growth, then they can better fulfill God's calling on their life.
1: Right. So we're book study experts, and we know how to analyze, pull apart, and take that through the Christian lens, and that's kind of what we do here.
0: And so then sometimes people are like, yeah, you're self-help books, and They might be mainstream, but we are always sure to bring it back to God and the biblical view.
1: Right, so whether you see a secular book or something that a Christian author's written, just know that when you come
0: here, you're going to get it through a biblical lens. And not just ours. I like that we incorporate interviews by people living out the principles. Yeah, that's for sure. So that's your little bonus if you stick around through the series, which we hope you will.
1: Yay! Here we go! Episode 158. We haven't rhymed in a while, but that's all right. We're having a day date. Hey! <laughs> Episode 158 of How to Win Friends and Influence People in the Digital Age in Italics.
0: Oh <laughs> well, that's if, me as a person. If you missed the last one, please send us if you think of words or thoughts in colors and italics yeah. or
1: Highlighted, fonts. fonts, oh yeah, for sure, comic for fans,
0: sure. shout
1: out. Ew. <laughs> I don't know what happened, I just... Uh, that was like a reflex. I hate it so much. Bless you. So we, <laughs> uh, so we are in part two of How to Win Friends, and this section is about six ways to make a lasting impression. So we've talked about taking interest and in others interests, like whether it's sports or whatever, smiling being better with names, listening better.
0: And this week, what are we talking about, Farron? Discuss what matters to them. Mm-hmm. It might sound familiar, but there is a different twist in this chapter, so stay tuned, because it's a mistake that could cost you. For real. Uh, and those that you influence, you want to be sure to pass this principle on to them as well.
1: Yeah, and remember, if you're hu- if you're hung up on, like, Oh, influencer, that word is trendy and makes me feel blah inside. We d- You're influencing someone right now. So we mean it as in, like, who are you in charge of? Who are you guiding? Who are your mentees, your kids, your whoever is working under you? It could be any of those things. So you are having an influence on someone, so how how are you going to do it? Yeah, it could be
0: the teams that you coach, Little League, or it could be a lady uh, leading, uh Church group mm-hmm. at church. <laughs> it could be a friend that you see going down a path and maybe not making such great choices. I think we all want to have a positive influence on our uh, family, of course. Yeah. So even the lady here. at Walmart, if I see that she is having a bad day, I just can't help myself. I want to influence and help put her, lift her spirit. Right. So mm-hmm. how do you, and I get nothing from that. So I'm not manipulating. Anything, I get nothing from it. It's just leaving that lasting impression. Yeah, and
1: that goes back to being others-centered, which the best example would be Jesus. He was very others-centered, so much to where he sacrificed himself. So Mm. the more you can servant-lead as an influencer of whatever capacity that looks like for you in this life phase, do that. And also, you could be learning skills now that you will be using in the next chapter of your life. So wouldn't it be nice if you were in that stage of life where you are actively waiting for the God nudge to move to a different step or take the promotion or leave this thing, do that thing. If you are in the active waiting process, you're building all these skills right now, like practicing, smiling, practice smiling to your two year old. It, <laughs> it will, it will be fine. So you need to practice all these skills that way. Whenever God's like, okay, all the other moving parts are ready. Now you go, then you're ready. You have all the skills. So even if this seems like, ugh, I don't need these right now. Well, you do, number one, because you're influencing someone. But also, you're going to need them later.
0: And that leads well into our discussion today is um, life experiences, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes we want to warn people or our own children about making certain choices, all because we've made the wrong ones. And if they can learn from our mistakes, hopefully they won't have to go through them. And sometimes that comes with associating yourself with a group of people um, or even just a person that then it uh, can corrupt your reputation mm-hmm. or lead you to situations that you wouldn't have necessarily put yourself in or your name is being drugged through the mud just, again, by, by being so an associated. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so, again, this chapter of discuss what matters to them, um, it might sound like familiar ones, but you not only want to hear what you have in common... You want to be sure that you truly know maybe what they're all into. You don't have to know the nitty and gritty of every person's life. But just because we both enjoy soccer does not mean that we both align correctly. Yeah, <laughs> that we both love God. Right. Um, if we both like doing art, um, but I'm not going to use illegal drugs. And I'm not, I mean, that was a random association. I'm not saying artists all use illegal drugs. But I'm just examples where you can have something in common that's, pure and enjoyable Um, but you got to be careful to see what else matters to that person because you know what they say you are the combination of the five people you spend the most time with so even if you find them find yourself with them based on common interests what else are you consciously or subconsciously starting to pick up habit-wise or value-wise that maybe you didn't intend to. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And remember all the the reason why this book has lasted so long is because there are all all the little things he's talking about is they're founded biblically. It's like bad company corrupts good character is a direct quote from the Bible. So, if you're being aware of who you're surrounding yourself with and it's it's influencing you one way or the other. There's not neutral ever. There's no neutral interactions. And I'm going to read this part right here because we just came off of the listening chapter. This starts, as we have said, with listening. Once you know what matters to others through a practice of longer listening, you can then truly engage them by putting such matters at the forefront of your interactions. So, again, that's keeping things top of mind. So if you know, or if you're trying to nudge them, like your kid, to go the right way, hey, remember you were talking about your test and how you felt like you didn't do so well, Um, maybe, do you want to study together? I can help you study. It's keeping some, it's trying to modify a behavior For their good, again, not in a manipulating way, but you want your kid to be successful through good means, right? So learning, helping them learn how to study will be helpful for them.
0: And it also goes on to talk about uh, making assumptions, which I'm sure we're not the first people to say, you know, don't make assumptions. I can just picture a situation where it's like, my friend wants me to sneak out of the house to go to the party, And my assumption is they just want me to have a good time. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, yeah, I think that's a lot of it. But are they taking into account, um, you know, following your parents' rules and uh, not getting into even more troubling situations at that party? (laughs) Um, Again, if you know their interests are partying and having a good time and uh, maybe rebellion and they don't have a great relationship with their parents or, you know, don't believe in God... If all of a sudden it gets murky what their true assumptions are. And I think we also, again, in a digital age, um, there's online predators mm-hmm. that again find a common interest and then they are saying and doing these things, um, and kids are assuming that they have their best interest in heart when they don't. And mm-hmm. so it's not a I'm not an expert on the topic, but I am aware enough to know that it exists. And I think it just comes from uh, almost the danger of, hey, we have this common interest, so I'm going to assume that we're like-minded and have like-minded goals and ideas of what this relationship means. Right. That's why it's important to further the
1: conversation. That way you know, oh, I should limit my time here. Or, oh, this just needs to be purely during work hours, not we're going to hang out after or we're going to go do whatever. Or, no, that needs to be between 9 and 5, and that's that.
0: Yeah. And I think we do this with our kids' friends too. Like, we'll ask our kids, Oh, so, you know, what's she like? What does she do? And just kind of dig for information on these friends from mm-hmm. school because you know what's going to happen? They're going to want Sally to come over for a play date. I don't know Sally. I don't know her parents. We got to do some digging there. Mm-hmm. And you want your kids to have friends that are going to leave, be good influencers because turns out we're not going to be with them all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a question that I ask our kids, if they talk about Sally or whoever, oh, yeah, do they show the fruits of the spirit? Which they know is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So, like, oh, well, are they loving? Are they sweet? Oh, well, they did this bad thing, da-da-da-da-da. i am like, oh, well, we shouldn't do that. Not saying, like, they're a bad person, but as in, hey, if Sally keeps doing this, does, does that seem like a a fruit of the spirit we want to be around that's not even a fruit of the spirit
0: oh yeah you're right that really goes well with what it says in the book it says the foundation of all long term success is the establishment of trust based relationships therefore then the goal of all interactions should be to convey value as soon and as often as possible so I have uh, there's been an issue such a strong word we've been navigating a situation how about that you. Mm-hmm. how about that So um, some friends at school are wanting to be friends with a certain person and some are not. And so my oldest is just caught in between. She understands through all of our conversations that what a good friend looks like. So Mm -hmm. back to a good friend should convey value. And that should be mutual, not just one taking and the other always Mm -hmm. giving. But conveying value, I think, is a word or an idea that you can use with your... Kids, like, is this relationship showing a mutual value? Is this person contributing and bringing you up, or are you being pulled down every time you're around them? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, that whole trust based relationship, too. We've had a couple things where you know, maybe secrets about who someone likes, or how you did on a test, or about getting invited to a birthday party, and then you think it's gonna be kept secret and it's not. Um, so like you said, just talking about and helping our children navigate, um, who to trust Mm -hmm. and how to build long lasting relationships. Right. That's good. And so I think if you are trying to influence as a leader, um, are you looking for ways to build trust and also when you're managing teams of people, kind of looking at their interest is their interest to show up and get a paycheck Mm -hmm. right or do they truly buy into the company values and want to move the needle forward yeah and sometimes people can come across like they want to Mm -hmm. and then they get hired and all of a sudden that's not lining up like you thought Mm -hmm. but just so you can see it beyond parenthood um we're in the rows of parenthood right now so that does come up a lot but this happens in a variety of aspects of life okay so
1: this is about relationships and being connected on that deeper level um, positively and if it's negative obviously cut it out but the intimate friendships possess deep commitment and are based on great risk so that makes me think of rcg or my book study group and so whenever we talk amongst ourselves, we know that it's going to be confidential and it's going to be geared towards how does this align with your growth and your faith and what's the right thing to do. So it's nice knowing that we could come to the group with whatever and if I'm way off on something y'all are going to tell me or if we need help, y'all are going to give us good Christian-based steps, which is what everybody needs.
0: Yep, yeah, and I think something that I gleaned from what you said is recognizing once again our our significance in that role if you're in a group and you're putting off that um, you can't listen well right some of the things we've talked about that your tone and body language show that you're disinterested um, that's gonna keep your audience from building trust like we talked about in an earlier episode too. And so you're not going to get to a meaningful relationship. And I don't really take feedback from someone that I don't really respect their opinion or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what they're putting out into the world. Um, If I respect you, then I'm holding on to every word you say. I mean, you know, with a grain of salt. But um, if you want to be heard and taken seriously. I think it talks about, too, we'll get into kind of... A couple different gears here, so I'm going to let you know ahead that this might just seem random, but it talks about how some, if you're on a social media platform that you're just blasting information, blasting information without um, knowing maybe how that's being interpreted, or if something you blast out, uh, for example, I'll use just what I do, because it's the only thing I can think about right now, if I'm trying to promote ways to help kids read, but I Put a post that kind of borders on the line of bashing public education that might get a lot of likes and comments and follows, and then if I try to follow that breadcrumb, but I actually don't want to bash like I'm not really against public education, all of a sudden I've got all these followers that feel that way, and even if it's not about public education. If I post something about spelling, they're like, yeah, my public school doesn't even do spelling tests. And all of a sudden...
1: You've fostered an environment. Yes. You don't want to be in.
0: I've created this environment where this culture of toxicity instead of problem solving. Right. And let's work together and collaborate and find ways to improve it. So if you're all focused on the number and not the value, quantity and quality, you could quickly find yourself in a situation you don't want to be in. Mm Mm-hmm. And on a more intimate level, if
1: once you establish the core values, you're listening well, you care about this person, what matters to them starts to matter to you. Mm -hmm. Like if, Farron, you have a bad day, I want to help make your day better, not for any gain of my own, but that's because I care about you and what matters to you matters to me. So I think the more you can get, you can boil it down and get connected on the very basic level, that's going to help foster the relationship.
0: So we haven't said it, I think, a whole lot this series. We usually do. Maybe we're just getting better and assume you guys know. That we <laughs> highlight what sticks out to us in the book. Right. And we will reference a story or two that's shared in the book. Um, but we assume you've read it, so then we share some of what we've experienced. But if you don't have your own copy, we definitely encourage you to get it. That way you can read, again, more examples that you might be able to relate to more than what we share. But we hope you can relate. Um But there is a story talking about a person who was spiraling out of control, depression, drugs, all the things. And from the outside, when you see somebody in that situation, you're almost like, well, why can't they just help themselves out of it? It's a choice. Why don't they just choose to get out of it? But again, if they are surrounded by people whose interest is not to get better, it's going to be significantly harder for them to make those changes. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the story just talks about how um, an observer, someone who had crossed paths with this person different ways, um, recognized that this person probably wanted to get better, but didn't have the means or the associations and people and resources around her to do it. But, spoiler alert, he provides a way through fundraising with t-shirts to um, get like a sober living home and help pay for food and clothing Mm -hmm. and... Uh, get job opportunities to help get themselves out. But it took someone who had interest other than um, drugs and being homeless to have that impact on her life.
1: Right. And we did interview Pam and Jerry Lewis in episode, what did we say it was? 125. 125. Good job, fair And they talk about their son who's gone through this whole process and they even give you information about a free place So if money's tight and that's an issue, make sure you go back and listen to that episode and you'll hear a whole lot more
0: information on breaking addiction. And part of that was a change in environment. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if you've watched, I mean, I watch the show Intervention a lot. Um, What happens is they go, they get sober, but they come back to that environment. And it is the environment, but part of that environment is, again, the people in there in that environment and what their interests are. They may want the best for that person, but they're also interested in continuing with those bad habits. And it's not just drugs, right? So many people have those New Year's resolutions. I'm not dogging it, but they, you know, want to lose the weight and get in shape. Um, but they spend a lot of time with people who have interests that don't and don't they don't exist and or they're counter to it. So knowing what other people are interested in isn't just for you to have an impact on them. But it's also to recognize the possible impact back to the boomerang, right? Mm -hmm. That it could come back and have on you and what you're trying to achieve.
1: Right. And if you want all that science breakdown on how to fix the bad habits and create good new ones, we have an Atomic Habits mini-series, episodes 103 through 111. So that will help you if you are in the environment and how to change the environment to where you're going to set yourself up for success. We dive into that too.
0: I like this part in the book. It's, of course, towards the end. (laughs) But it says, you should not only know who they are, but also always know what matters to them. The gift is what they bring to you. Value it. The responsibility is to lead your relationship somewhere meaningful to both of you, but at the very least to them. So that's the thing. It's like you can say, I love you enough that I want us to be Healthy or sober, Um, and so you owe it enough to convey that interest. If they don't share that interest, you may need to part ways or put some good distance in between it. Boundaries, boundaries, healthy boundaries. Yes. Jinx. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't jinxed in a while.
1: Jinx. I don't know how it goes. (laughs) Brook. 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 (laughs) Brook. (laughs) Brook. Okay, well that wraps up this chapter and that came right after the listening chapter and this one is discussing what matters to them.
0: Yeah, so a little heavy, but hopefully you see the significance and we're big about self-reflection. So if you find yourself a pattern of like, wow, every time I hang out with this person I leave deflated or in a worse mood or I don't achieve a step towards my goal. Again, you might just look at, well, do we share the same interests on that mm-hmm. topic? Yeah. Alright, tune in next week to hear the
1: last of the six ways to leave <laughs> a lasting impression.
0: Yes, the end of part two, and then we'll start the third part. Mm-hmm. Which is part three, because it's the third right. part. There you go. <laughs> it's math. <laughs> <Math's Bye. hard. laughs> We're really good at segues. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and sound effects, right. Yes, yeah, so that's the end of our episode. But if you find yourself Wanting more, and who could blame you? Brooke, <laughs> tell them where they can find us we, Monday through Friday. We have a
1: lovely website. It's wittyandgritty.blog. You can go there. It has every mini series ever we've
0: done. What about the socials, Farron? Yes, we are on Instagram and Facebook primarily, but we yeah. do also have um, a Pinterest account, so be sure to follow us on your favorite social platform. Yeah.
1: Oh, also, fun fact, we release episodes every Wednesday, so you can count on us. Be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to... Go and find it every week. Yeah, it'll just automatically do the magic m- computery thingy. Thank you, technology. Go Thank you, technologies and uh, Instagrams.
0: Yes. All right, we'll catch you next week, guys. Bye.
1: This episode is brought to you by 21 Kicks Journals, the journals you'll actually
0: finish. Research shows that actively doing something for 21 days in a row will change your brain. Our uniquely designed 21 day journals will grow you on a deeper level
1: help you increase your odds of achieving your goals and not to mention they're fun and beautifully designed.
0: Head to the 21 Kicks Etsy shop today to explore your journaling options. We'll link it in the show notes.